Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Comedy Arcade, part friendly panel show, part vicious competition, where contestants fight with their best anecdotes on mystery topics generated through a trusty bingo ball. I'm Vince Layton, host of the show, Spirit of the Bingo Balls, and Games Master. Points will be awarded for originality, amusement value, and my general caprice and mood on the day. The contestant with the most points at the end of the game wins, but their opponents will be granted a few cheat codes along the way, just to keep it interesting. But yeah, welcome to... Comedy Arcade. This is a Welsh-English fusion episode, which is exciting. So I've got two Welsh people, one me, one one Tom Tuck. <laughs> and um, yeah, I shall introduce the guests as though this isn't a Zoom call that you can't see, because it is. Um, right, guys, first, first player is, everybody knows him, it's the dandy man. It is Tom Tuck. How are you doing? I, I'm, I'm not so bad, not so bad. In, in, in enjoying the, the last of the daylight. <laughs> there's minutes left <laughs> sorry that was a metaphor <laughs> <laughs> oh it's because he's much more intelligent than us but he's too cool to mention it um <laughs> that's 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 what i've learned over the course uh, of the series <laughs> oh yes my, my my tutu in mental philosophy is something i never bring up <laughs> <laughs> what country did you get that in though uh, that was in scotland um <laughs> Soon to be part of the disunited kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yep, following on from Tom Tuck, we have the marvellous Welsh wonder that is Robin Morgan. How are you doing? Ah, yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm well. Um, this is meant to be in a studio, but as it is, um, Robin is recording live from a nursery. He doesn't have any children. We're not going to ask any questions. Um, yeah, they, they will. They will know that's a joke, right? That's um, <laughs> I was relying. I was relying on you to jump in with the real information. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in my I'm in my children's playroom because it's where the router is. Because I just make them. I just give them iPads and make just make them watch anti-vax conspiracy videos. <laughs> Young radicalization in Cardiff. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Send them to the supermarket to show what they've learned. Yeah, they are all cute. Both my children are cute. <laughs> we have our brilliant Welsh regular Essexiers reporting live still hungover um, from, from I think every episode we've ever done but uh... well, quite possibly <laughs> yeah I, I, think I, that, I think that one when you were driving you, you weren't either hungover or drunk you didn't start that way <laughs> I wasn't drunk but I might have been hungover I can't, I can't remember who knows I'm definitely at the sweating stage now there's definitely sweat mainly in the groin area what's look. that about what's that about when you're don't look like that at me tom <laughs> that, no, that's I, a disgust. I, 
I, I wasn't discussed. I, I was just wondering whether it's sort of a more a tributary thing that it <laughs> ends up at the groin. That being the sort of the river delta, as it were. <laughs> Are we going to talk about Oxbow Lakes as well? <laughs> well, I believe it would be very fertile ground for planting, perhaps a rice paddy. <laughs> God, I'm gonna be. I'm definitely gonna start referring it to it as that now. My rice paddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that that's gone wrong. This was already really. worth it. Uh, no, it was already worth it. I'm gonna have to take out the ball that I had for groin sweat now because we've already covered it. Uh, <laughs> right, I'm gonna roll the balls. We're gonna we're gonna get started. <laughs> and the ball is. Embarrassing injuries. <laughs> I, I think I, I, I've told one story on this podcast before from this category, but I remembered something else, and it's a sport-related one. And it was so embarrassing because we, I was playing football and I was herring down the left wing, as, as I'm sure anyone who's seen me play football can imagine. But um, <laughs> then, with no one within ten feet of me, my knee seized up completely, <laughs> and, I, and I did an almost c- complete somersault. And then, oh my god! And then stumbled into a tree. There was a tree on the football pitch. I don't know if you've ever ever heard of Parks. Oh no! In my mind, you're a professional footballer, Tom. That's the caliber oh, right. I expected you to play. <laughs> right? No, no. You weren't I've clear. Got a, I've, got, I've got a cultured left foot, but I've never had a professional contract. I love the idea of like Anfield or somewhere like that with just a massive just a tree. fucking tree in the middle of it. <laughs> Yeah, the council say we can't get rid of it. It's a nightmare. <laughs> it's a national we'll, heritage site. <laughs> we'll just use it as the corner flag. Don't mention it. <laughs> so did you go full footballer and roll around on the floor like you'd never recover? Or uh, Well, I, I, after extricating myself from the tree, I had to sort of try and pop, pop my kneecap back into place because that's what had happened. Oh, did you <laughs> play on? Uh, I, I did not that day. I think we can the, forgive you for that. It's okay. I think the, the, the tree took his place. Just, just get sub injury sub. <laughs> just get the vest onto it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just force the vest over on a trunk. <laughs> it's a target man. It's a target man. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh... yes. The, the, there is a Ghanaian football team called Hearts of Oak, but I'm just trying to construct. <laughs> oh. It's it's always surreal when you're on, Tom. I do like it. Esseth, <laughs> you look like you might have had a drunken injury in your time. I've just got that. You've got that vibe about you. I did, actually. Now you mention it. I've forgotten about this. But I have, I have a massive dent in my left thigh from when I got made redundant. <laughs> it's, there's, there's a whole big backstory but basically it was the recession the last recession and I was working in travel and tourism in London so obviously and um and I was really annoyed about it and got really drunk with my flatmates and he ended up chucking my shoes into the road at Holborn okay and I ran after him and couldn't see anything because it was so dark and I was so drunk and there were these chains like separating the road from where cars could park. And I ran straight into the chains. Oh. And there's seriously a massive dent in my thigh. I mean, it's, it's pulverized my, uh, my muscle. So, um, yeah. 
Oh dear. I know they did that those chains were there because this was this incident happens a lot. People people <laughs> yeah. run into the road at Hoban. We've got to do something about yeah, this. Yeah, we've got to stop them. We've got to stop them. <laughs> oh, so we hey, make them really worked. visible and highly reflective. <laughs> yeah. Oh, make them a booby trap. <laughs> yeah. Spike them. Spike them. It's Darwinism. <laughs> I um I caught my heel in the middle of the road once in a little pothole and a bus was coming towards me. And you know, it's like fight or flight. I just laid down and just accepted death. Yeah. I, it was like it was like the beginning of a casualty episode like i could see the camera pan out and you could see this stupid drunk girl on the floor trying to pull at her heel but i didn't even really try i I gave it a couple of tugs and i was like this is how it ends and this is it for me and um yeah my friend gareth came like a hero and like dragged me off the road and was like leave the shoe it's not worth it and i just like (laughs) passively just allowed myself to be dragged to safety but it was quite depressing to to realize that in in an emergency neither fight nor flight just lay down and accept yeah. death um but you, but, so <laughs> but you picked that you picked that outfit you you know you thought it was a good outfit from head to toe it's my worth knickers dying were clean um, <laughs> what a day to do it what a day what, to what die what a day to go what a day to go i was ready i could see the bus coming every time gareth tells this story the bus is closer to me now though it's been years and now he's like inches away inches away i'm pretty sure it wasn't but um he likes the story and I like the story and I used to have a big crush on him. So in my mind, I was like, oh my God, he saved my life. We never even went on a date. It was not to be, but um, it, it was a fun, it was a fun thing at the time. I was like, oh, so romantic. Um, mm. But I think part of the reason I was laying there is I was so embarrassed that I'd fallen over in front of Gareth. <laughs> I was mm. like, that's it what, now. Death, what, <laughs> death can take that, me. What's Gareth doing now? Oh, he's, um, he's got, he's got two he kids got hit now, by I a think. Bus. Yeah. <laughs> It was really sad, actually. It just caught it caught his ankle as he was saving some idiot. But uh, no, he's got kids now. Though so I think it was all right in the end. Um, <laughs> sorry, okay, Gareth. So, uh, yeah, so no, no lingering feelings there then. He's, no, he's a big he's a big fan of the podcast. None of us have any regrets on this. Uh, I'm only teasing. It's because it's because he never went out with me, and now I'm shading him. He's <laughs> like. <laughs> None of it's true. He's still very cute. Um, right. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> embarrassing injuries. Um, uh, I, I'm not sure if it's an injury, but uh, it was certainly embarrassing. So when I was in my final year of uni, I wanted to be a journalist and did w- one week of work experience at Wales Online, oh. in Wales. And you, I remember were, you, the first... you can age it by the fact you call it Wales Online, though. For me, it's still the South Wales Echo. <laughs> oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I think there's, there's, there's a big old branding. Like, we're Wales Online now. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've, we've got a modem. Um, <laughs> we're owned by Trinity Mirror, but we don't like to talk yeah, about yeah. it. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, so we're not there, we... bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had the first day there where they made me... Um, so people were complaining about potholes, and I had to... Put Was it me? Ma- <laughs> Probably, yeah. I nearly and... died. <laughs> <laughs> it was a guy called Gareth. That was weird. Yeah. Um, um, so I had to sort of plot things on a map, and it's quite boring. But in the entire day, I felt really uncomfortable. And basically, I had incredibly bad piles, and I had to sort of basically go off the entire week. So I only went in for one day because the next day I had to call in sick of work experience, go to a doctor because I just couldn't sit down. My ass was on fire. How, and ba- then, um, how bad can piles be? You've really li- like li- walked by I, I, oh. I, I couldn't. I could not sit down. I had to go to the doctor. I was so I was like twenty years old. I had to walk. To, uh, it was 
to, I was in Cardiff Uni, but my, I also am from Cardiff. So I had to walk back to near my parents' house because that's where my doctor was. Then a doctor shoved a finger up there, finger up my ass. And then I sort of walked back to the office and sort of like gingerly sat down. I was like, I'm not going to come in tomorrow. I'm in, I'm in a lot of pain. So my work experience was just plotting potholes on a map and then getting a finger up my ass. It's quite a good... <laughs> experience i should have written a sort of blog about it you, you still can you still can hey this like, is it when, when all this goes to pop that time i almost became a journalist yeah <laughs> then yeah, i got piles <laughs> and someone said finger my ass. i mean arguably you didn't want it enough <laughs> the finger oh yeah any of it <laughs> any of that stuff happened to you yeah it's true Mate, I, I... otherwise you would have been sat on one of those rubber rings <laughs> Is that why these sort of new social media companies have so many standing desks? Everyone yeah. has piles. <laughs> piles. That's what it is. That's it. It's the stress of new media. <laughs> <laughs> is, it a weird, is it a weird thing for a 20-year-old man to have piles? I think so. Yeah, I don't know what, I don't know what it would have been. Is that such a sort of... Um... Isn't it sitting on cold things? <laughs> or, or is that an old wife's tale? That's an old wife's tale. Oh, right. I, mean, I, I just tend not to. <laughs> I mean, for me, it was pushing an eight-pound baby out of me, but, um, you know. Yeah, I didn't do that. I was was far too young. (laughs) And a man. No, 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 no. (laughs) But they kind of do just tell you to push them back in. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. It's just sort of, and then just, and then, yeah. Yeah. I wish the listeners could see our faces. (laughs) Oh, don't get me started on prolapse. I mean, that's my biggest fear. We my won't. biggest fear. <laughs> Flipping heck. Like, I can't do star jumps anymore for fear of prolapsing. And you used to love doing those. I did. <laughs> that was a big thing for you. <laughs> I could have competed in the Olympics. <laughs> for star jumps. <laughs> well, breakdancing is in. I don't think my star jumps is any more fucking ludicrous. <laughs> If your prime sporting equipment is some cardboard and a woolly hat, I don't think it's just a ball. <laughs> oh, uh, I do, I still, I think some a lot of sports are bollocks, though. Like long jump. You're just jumping. <laughs> Imagine spending 20 years of your life just jumping and going, yeah, that's me done. That's my accomplishment for life. Like, uh, I don't I understand it. it. I think it's more impressive than shot put. I've got a big thing. <laughs> Does anyone choose that? It's like when people choose like those instruments, like brass instruments, where their whole face is puffed up all the time. I'm like, <laughs> it's like, because I got a saxophone because I thought it'd be sexy. And then I realised the woodwind element, really, you, you're pursing your lips, it's not your best face. And I gave that up quite quickly. Not before my parents spent £750 on an instrument. But I was like, like, why aren't you playing it anywhere? I was like, because I look ugly. It's- <laughs> That's not, that's not. I didn't need any help in that department. I was a very late bloomer. <laughs> Should have taken up the shot put, mate. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a sexy thing to do, I think. Shot put, I, I don't know. I quite like who the idea of shot put. That? That's, 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 that's like hey. proper like brute strength, isn't it? It's like mm. proper like proper manly manly. It's um what's the what's or the one womanly the, womanly. Or, Come on, Robin, free your mind. Absolutely. No. No, this is this is the hill I die on, mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think pole vault can get in the fucking bin. Like, that is just is jumping on a bendy stick. I mean, it looks it's fun, though. a lot mm. easier to get into bins with a pole vault. Yeah, it's very true. Those big industrial ones. 
I mean, that would have been a good embarrassing injury story. <laughs> you can go again if you want. <laughs> I, I, I twanged myself into a bin. Any more details? No. That's all you need. That's all you need to got know a, about Got that. a bronze medal for it, though. So. <laughs> right, let's, let's, let's get into another ball, because we can, we can run and run on this, apparently. Okay, it is deal breakers. And this could be dating, jobs, real life. I was going to say Boris. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag satire. Has anyone got a klaxon? <laughs> <laughs> Something called the think, BBC. <laughs> I think probably facial tattoos. Is that a deal breaker for you as an employer, as a potential date, or just? Oh, you you you, you think I employ people? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I, I did, I think I... dating. I think dating. Yes, I, I, I don't, especially if it was on the more sort of you know swastika e end. Fair. I mean, it's a choice, isn't it? When you tattoo your face, you accept you're probably never going to have a job again, apart from a tattooist. Like it is a choice. Yeah, or like the, the loads of ASOS models, the male ASOS models oh. now have facial tattoos. I've noticed that a lot more. Is that why feel- you're not on there yet? Just... Yeah, it's yeah let, let's say that let's say that's the reason <laughs> um <laughs> i don't think they've got a, a body shape called dad bod yet i think that's probably no, they, they, they have they have Do they're they very actually? inclusive yeah shit the bed man i'm gonna get a fucking tattoo of a kid on my face <laughs> what are you gonna get just just a baby little baby <laughs> yeah just a little baby like i'm crying out like i've been like i've like i've been in prison like, like you've excreted a child. Yeah. Because, you know, because I had piles, but I didn't get it from excreting a child. So that's why I'm going to do it there. Through the eye. Yeah, big time, big time. Piles through the eye hole. What a thought <laughs> oh. that is. I'm, I'm barely holding it together as it is. I'm, I'm not, no. What? <laughs> well, yeah, or... The rice patty. The rice <laughs> How does this always happen? Um, <laughs> I mean, I feel like you've got relatively few deal breakers as if based on your all-inclusive approach to fancying everyone I've introduced you to so far. Like, you just know a lot of very attractive dads. <laughs> so that's all I'm saying. Um, no, I, I'm very fussy when it comes to, to men. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I once turned someone down because he was lovely. He was really funny, really charming. Um, and then I looked down and he was wearing white winkle pickers. No, <laughs> not for me. Those really pointy white shoes. You know what I mean? And he was wearing them with jeans, like with those kind of jeans that rugby supporters wear. That are a bit Boot cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Classic fit. Yeah. <laughs> To be honest, though, what's really, <laughs> yeah. what's, really in, what's really interesting is one thing I really despise, one of my pet peeves is people who leave sockets on when there's nothing in the, the socket. And I, uh, yeah, you, you check, Robin. I mean, <laughs> but and for me, that would have been a deal breaker. And my husband didn't used to do it. And for some reason, <laughs> over lockdown, he started... And it is grating like nobody's business. I mean, you you know that if a plug isn't plugged into it, the circuit isn't complete, and so no electricity flows through it. My dad did once convince a lot of my mum's friends that the plug protectors were to stop the energy from escaping. So... (laughs) 
But if the, if the, hang, hang on now, hang on. If, if the button's on, if the button's switched on... Has he been speaking if, to you? Because <laughs> it's bollocks, it's not true. No, hang on. Isn't the energy poised? Isn't it poised? Like, isn't yes, but you have to complete the circuit. That, that's, that's why there's two pins. So the circuit is complete. But if, but if the button, if the switch is off, then nothing's happening. But if you, there's no possibility of anything happening. No. But if there isn't a plug in, there isn't anything happening either. Um, I but think I'm going to edit this out for your sake, Essa. <laughs> but, um, continue, <laughs> Tom, continue to explain to us how electricity works, just, just, just for our own knowledge. <laughs> my, Have you weirdly, heard of my electrons. <laughs> My deal breaker is a good knowledge of electrical circuits. They have to have it. Otherwise, they can get out. <laughs> or sparks won't fly. There we go. Oh, there no. we go. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't think it counts man- as mansplaining if I'm genuinely learning new things. <laughs> no. I'm going to no. give you a pass on that. Can I just ask yeah. then? No, yeah. can I just ask, why is there a switch then? Why I mean, do you need yeah tom why <laughs> I, mean, I didn't design them there aren't switches on american ones <laughs> well yeah maybe oh i well, think anyway, we, we, I mean... we thought we'd be a little bit safer <laughs> <laughs> well either way i mean it's it's in the top five reasons why i will now divorce him so uh yeah <laughs> that and, think... and, and the draw he will never shut properly ever <laughs> His, his underwear one drawer? never shuts it properly. Like, it's always a jar. Always. It's really like a flirty thing, though, isn't it? Like, no, it's... Do you want to see, what, see what's in there? I mean, it's not Pants. working. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really angry about it. Wait, wait, until he, wait until he runs some electricity through that drawer. <laughs> <laughs> They're very poor deal breakers, though, because you are married to the man. <laughs> so, like, this has gone wrong. I don't think you've understood the notion of deal breaker. No, I'm, I'm just listing things that I hate about my husband. <laughs> this is lockdown. Uh, <laughs> oh. oh, dear me. Um, any deal breakers, Robin? Weirdly, just... I, I, I genuinely don't think I do. I am such a coward and a sort of <laughs> a, a blank, blank slate of a man that I will just go along with anything. Genuinely, for the, the entire conversation, I've been thinking there has to be something. And then, no. There's nothing. I don't think there's absolutely anything anyone could do to stop me falling in love with them. Oh. <laughs> that's, I'm going to give you some points for that because I, I, that's kind of heartbreaking. Oh, yeah, you could be the biggest, you could be the biggest racist. And I'd be like, good music taste, though. <laughs> I, see the, I, see, I see there's good in everyone. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. Um, I, balls, that's just been honest. I have to say, if I'd never, if I'd never seen Robin's wife, I would now be imagining her with like a massive face tattoo <laughs> of a little Nazi baby. <laughs> one for one, one on each eye. Um. Yeah, cute. cute. <laughs> um, local pub experiences. Who likes um. a local? I, I do like local. I'm going to talk about one that is not local to me at the moment, which is uh, in Limehouse, where I used to live. Ah, which is where I live. Ethics. Yes. So um, we, we, me and my wife, we, my now wife, we moved to a new place in 2014. And my wife was pregnant soon after. So we went into a pub just to sort of have like a, a lime and soda. And inside the pub, literally we went in, a proper old man pub. 
And it was like going into like somewhere in the Wild West where the piano stopped and everyone <laughs> just looked at us. The landlord was smoking behind the bar, just like quite openly, 2014, just like sort of <laughs> blowing smoke at a pregnant lady. If you, asked, no, if you're talking about the old ship, that still happens. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. I think it was off Salmon Lane. Would yeah, that there, be the old ship? I'm gonna, there, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna there Google There are two it. on a square, basically. Um, oh, it's it's not that. Is is that one of them? One of them is the gay one. It's lovely. Yeah. Is that the old ship? Um, it is lovely, but they don't care for the rules. <laughs> oh no, I can't imagine they do. Um, I once went into there when I think there was a wake of sorts going on, and we were offered a cheese sandwich, which was as you could, you know, like the, those those pubs that have like a cheese baguette. Yeah. In a basket. For, some sort of, for some sort of licensing issues that I've never really... It's like, it's, it's substantial meals before substantial meals. Wrapped in cling film um, as yeah, well. Yeah, and the, yeah. the rival pub's got like a tuck shop, like a proper full counter. Oh, yeah. They're like, my name in vain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're selling loads of tiny Tom tucks. <laughs> um, what's this pub called? I can't imagine they're going to... The Prince Regent. <gasps> Yes, I've never been in there. It's too scary. (laughs) Um, It's got 4.1 stars on Google. I mean, arguably, I don't know why. Is Um, it like those strip clubs that you can go to in Poland where you have to pay to get out? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. um, (laughs) You put this on TripAdvisor. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I once saw um, a poster in, I think it was for Remembrance Sunday. They had a poster on the wall um, to say, like, you know, we're going to have, like, an event for Ambient Sunday, like, drinks promotions and stuff. But the picture they chose for the poster was um, basically, like, a fancy dress, army, sexy army lady costume. So there's this lady with her breasts <laughs> really pushed up. It's like, come and support our boys. Support our fallen troops. <laughs> oh, my favourite was the Salmon and Ball in Bethnal Green, and they had, like, hand-lettered signs for things like a Valentine's meat raffle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cash only. <laughs> oh yeah, Prince Regent was definitely cash yeah. only. Cash only, babes. I think the sign to... said. <laughs> Have you ever been to the Southampton Arms near Gospel Oak? No, tell us about it. I think it's, I think it's my favourite pub in London. It, it, it it's again is cash only. It is paint, painted black, and on the outside there are three words written in like foot high letters, and it's ale, cider, meat. <laughs> <laughs> And the only meat they have is pork. That's the same number of letters as meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just hedging their bets that in the future, maybe they'll get beef. They've never had beef. It depends what the fellow with the plastic bag comes around with. <laughs> oh, no, no. Like, it, it's like they have roast pork sandwiches and pork pies and pickled eggs. That's the other, that's, that's the non-meat you can have. And they only play music on vinyl. And they only have stuff from independent breweries. Amazing. It's oh. brilliant. That not sounds like a lovely pub. <laughs> yeah, it is really good. It's, it's very not my favourite pub from, in the world. Yeah. But um, I'm not going to tell you what my favourite pub in the world is because it's in Edinburgh. And if we ever get to go back to the fridge, I don't want too many cunts in there. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. The only people Their Bloody are Marys are amazing. <laughs> you can, can just tell me later. <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell, I promise. <laughs> No, but he's right though. Like all, all the listeners of this podcast are cunts, so yeah, they, they I don't agree. Um, <laughs> it's important to me to not agree to that. But uh, yeah, the, 
one of those pubs, I can't remember if it was the ship or the rival, I got approached by a lady who had a bag of DVD porn. She just opened it. She showed it to me. I didn't realize that was still going on. It was so exciting. I was like, I've been approached. She not only thinks that I'm sexy and dangerous and might buy knockoff things, she also thinks I'm sexy and dangerous and want the grossest porn I've ever seen. Yeah. And she was showing them to me. It wasn't like, it was like, oh, Pirates of the Caribbean, new releases, this. No. No. (laughs) How how much were they? How much was she charging? Um, I didn't ask. (laughs) I just Uh, bought uh, my cigarettes and I left. I once went into a, a pub in, in Leeds uh, Christmas time and it was like so like 22nd or 23rd of December and a guy comes up to me and goes, is that one of them Movembers? <laughs> well, in December? It is December <laughs> and I just have a moustache, so no. <laughs> is that the only way he could possibly imagine? Yeah. <laughs> Someone would officially. <laughs> yes, it is. Do you want to sponsor me? <laughs> that, that's a great pub, actually. The uh, the, the Angel in uh, in Leeds City Centre, just off Brigade, is still like two pound thirty four a pint. Oh, I love being home in Wales for that. But Cardiff's oh. getting a bit gentrified. You you mm. want to get yourself to Aberystwyth? Aberystwyth is still like that. Like because there was one pub when we were growing up. They used to sell triple vodka and Red Bull on a Thursday night for ninety nine p. It's no wonder we are how we are. No, really. That's like Metro's prices. That's insane. Yeah, I know. Metro's is a grungy rock club for the people that don't know Cardiff. Um, I used to work there briefly. um, Did you? Yeah. I pretended I wanted a job there to talk to the attractive barman and I got interviewed on the spot and then I had to go to work, even though I already had a job. Um, But I was too embarrassed. (laughs) So I worked in a call centre in the day for a brief period. And then at night, the cloakroom of Metro's <laughs> handling people's dirty coats <laughs> from 10 till 3. Wow. Um, I did once get to do the toast, though, because in Metro's, um, around the time where you were allowed to smoke inside, a lot of people smoke weed. And so by about 2 o'clock, they were really hungry. So there was a toaster. I think that's the most powerful I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> Genuinely, the most powerful when I was the toast girl. Like they were they were calling my name. It was uh, I, I'm not sure I'll ever get that feeling back. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever been as stoned whilst not having any weed as when I was at um, the Usher Hall in Edinburgh for a Devendra Banhart gig, and <laughs> we were we were at the upper circle, and the entirety below was just, just all coming up at you, fumes <laughs> rising. <laughs> wow, yeah, Devendra Banhart fans, pretty hippie. <laughs> You're pretty weedy, as it goes. <laughs> what were we even talking about? Local pubs? Oh, so, yeah, so I was going to give you, I'm going to give a shout out to my local pub here. It's basically okay. the reason we moved here. We moved to this village um, five years ago because it had a pub. And <laughs> like, yeah, chances of flooding, high, but you know, there's a pub. And <laughs> it's really nice because they're not a judgy pub. <laughs> important when you've been sick in the sinks um (laughs) yeah bring your own knives (laughs) i can't remember if we were recording uh when we when we told that story but eseth was very sick um yesterday and um, had to poke the residue down the sink with a knife um (laughs) i think that i think i've summarized that adequately (laughs) that's pretty much it (laughs) yeah um so yeah so this 
I'm married now. I don't have to be classy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that's, Not that's, for much long if the draw <laughs> thing keeps going on. I know. I feel really bad because he literally just brought in a cup of tea for me and I feel really bad. <laughs> And ultimately, he's not at fault, as we discovered. <laughs> now we all know how electricity works. Man's <laughs> in the clear. Oh, <laughs> nothing to complain about, and that's not the life I wanted. <laughs> anyway, your local pub. Yeah, my local pub. It's the Can Arms in Llyswerny in the Vale of Glamorgan. And when my daughter was really young, before she started going to school and stuff, um, she was obviously at home a lot, so we'd go for walks. And I would say maybe once a week, usually on a Friday, Friday lunchtime, we would go past the pub on the way back to the house. And she would have a pudding, and I would, <laughs> I would have a port and brandy. <laughs> <laughs> on a In the Friday. same glass? Yeah. Oh, um, <clears throat> it will change your life. Really? Port really? And brandy. Yeah. The same measure of both in a glass. It's really good for your voice. My because my um my cut. Hang you don't on. you don't you, you don't need to give it give it that. <laughs> you don't need to explain why you drink it. So. <laughs> we are not here to judge. That is Robin's other podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah, this is very off brand for you, Robin. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Cause, um, yeah, because port sometimes can be a bit sickly. It can be a bit too sweet, but if you add brandy to it. So anyway, so yeah, she'd have a like a steamed pudding with some custard and I'd have a port and brandy and there was no judgment. That's well, <laughs> what you I need. Mean, if she's having steamed pudding with custard, that sounds a bit sweet. You want to add some brandy to that? <laughs> <laughs> I will make a note and we will do that today. It's like Heston. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, we can't do that today. We're in lockdown. No, in no, lockdown. no, no, no. You can do them in your own home, though. Puddings are available. <laughs> I, could, I could. I could make a steam pudding, but I am horrendously hungover. So after just this, I'm just going to lie down on the sofa. Steam it in brandy. Fill a saucepan <laughs> full of brandy. Pop them. Put one of those little tins in. See you later. <laughs> um, unbelievably, we're down, we're on our last category. <laughs> I knew there was no point me thinking beyond three. <laughs> Right, and... Um, you actually were, like, rotating something there, or was it, like, a really good sound effect? No, it's no, so I'm good. rotating a ball. Um, absolutely banging. I mean, it's, it's going right through me. Yeah. <laughs> you only have yourself to blame. Um, <laughs> and it is um, speaking Welsh. I feel like this category is made for me. It is. I literally <laughs> wrote it for you. Ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's the question, though? It's not a question. Talk to me about your views. Oh. And I thought Tom might have one as well, because he's a man of international um, mm. means. Well, the, fir the, the first um, like, uh, season of the Alternative Comedy Memorial Society, the first act would always be, uh, Luke and I would come on, explain the rules, and then go, and now someone foreign. And they, <laughs> and they, they, they would come on and do five minutes of um, stand-up in their first language nice. with no explanation whatsoever <laughs> then we would come back on and go well we don't speak foreign but they have given us a translation <laughs> and every time we would just read ed burns routine about the song ironic by Alanis <laughs> Morissette, and we go it, well it is good but it does sound nicked doesn't it, it does sound <laughs> nicked but the, the, so the first one first one ever was alice james coming and doing um as far as i could um ascertain 
uh, sort of the observational bit about Virgin Danes. <laughs> that was the only words in English. <laughs> it was it oh. enchanting to watch, but I have no idea what the fuck he was on about. <laughs> so it's Wales a place you've never lived, Tom? I have never lived in Wales, no. Wow, why? Um... I don't think there was that much water infrastructure work to be done by civil engineers um, <laughs> with the with the kind of CV that my father had. That might have washed for your first 18 years, but what about the rest of them? <laughs> uh, well, I went to Edinburgh University, which is um, trickily away from Wales. It is. And then, but um, again, that was your choice um, to do that. Yes, you, yes, you've it been was. So, you've been so promiscuous with, with countries and you've, you've nev- never bothered with us. It's answer for this crime. <laughs> well, I, I, I've done the Mahatlas Comedy Festival a few times. <laughs> Does that count? Whoa. <laughs> what do we think? <laughs> I like the idea that he's he hasn't lived here because it's like the last, the final frontier type thing. Like, you know, if he because if he lives here, then there's nothing else to work towards. Uh, right. I, think, you know, I am a a Welsh. My my mother's maiden name is Owen. Ah, oh. oh. and an R I believe the Owen family crest is a is a pig tied to a tree, <laughs> which is just, just like the the, la- the, the, the the kind of level of, uh, of ambition of a small Welsh family. We'll get a pig one day. <laughs> Do we have one now? No, but we'll draw a picture of one. <laughs> it's, it's like the secret. <laughs> Visualize a pig, but it's not it's not running away. Oh no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh man. Cause as if you do a lot of Welsh language comedy, how's that going? Mm. It's a niche within a niche within a niche there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I actually, I and I have said this publicly publicly before. I do prefer doing English language because the Welsh language is, yeah, I know. Um, that's all my grants gone. <laughs> um, but it's it's just a really hard language to be funny in because it's either very literary, academic, um, very standardised Welsh, or it's so um, regional or colloquial that, you know, it just wouldn't translate well with other people in Wales. So it's... Whereas with English, I find it's it's nice and fluid and flexible, and you can play around with it a bit more. Um, so actually, when people do it well, you know, they do it really well. So Alice James, for example, he's niggled it. He's he's worked out how to make it funny. But it's really actually um, not that Alice needs any more publicity. Um, <laughs> so it's worth I quite would... a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of him. Who is it? <laughs> But I was on, um, he has a, a podcast in Welsh where he talks to different people about their relationship with the Welsh and English language and how they were brought up and the linguistic differences um, within relationships and families and friends and stuff. And I was on it and we spoke for probably two hours, which was way too long, but I still managed to leave some things out. So I'm, I'm going to talk about one of those now, which is when I was younger, my parents decided when they would have children, they would get rid of any like um, any kind of Wenglish words, any slang words, everything that they would teach us Welsh-wise 
would be like the, the perfect words, you know, the standardized version of it. Um, so, for example, the word I use for slippers basically hasn't been used in Wales since like the sixth century. <laughs> <laughs> now obviously I'm passing it on to my kids so it's coming back but my mum she used to translate stuff like cereals so like Cocoa Pops for example we would call it not the Archers right okay oh no she did translate the Archers (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah I haven't even come to that yet she would she still refers to them as the safe word (laughs) Archers the safe Um, word safe word Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's like that's the yes. names, though. <laughs> yeah, I know it was full on, full on. So, so Cocoa Pops was um, breakfast brown, which is brown breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> um, oh, Seven Up was Scythe Lan. So Scythe Lan in well, Scythe Lan. Scythe Lan. That's what we still call. <laughs> Try to order that somewhere. <laughs> but you have to understand. Scythe like, <laughs> It sounds mental. Okay, it sounds. It does. <laughs> but my parents were from that generation in the seventies, where when they were in university, I mean, most of their friends went to jail, went for protesting for the Welsh language, and like one of <laughs> one of their friends, she um. She went to jail because she she broke in somewhere into um, some offices that were being really um, unsupportive of Welsh language rights and stuff. And she just trashed the place. And obviously, there's only one female prison. Is that still the case? I think there's still only one female prison in the UK. So she had to go there and was sentenced and was there for a few months. And she sang in a choir with Myra Hindley. Wow. <laughs> What ending to that story? I did not see that coming. <laughs> Absolutely. That's mental. amazing. Yeah. So, so they were from that generation. <laughs> that might help explain a little bit. I mean, my, my parents are lovely. They're absolutely lovely. But yeah, their approach to the, like passing on the language at the time was to just purify it as much as possible. Did did my did Myra have a good voice? I don't know. I imagine she must do. I'm just saying. No, I see I... the best in everyone. I see the best in everyone. I need something for her. <laughs> lovely singer. Lovely singer. Yeah. Say lovely what you want. She was, lov- she was a lovely singer. <laughs> I reckon I could play Myra Hindley on stage. <laughs> <laughs> um this is radio but um yeah, it's really good it's <laughs> uncanny it is uncanny it's, even the beards um. <laughs> yeah right um so that 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 was that then <laughs> i mean how can anyone else top a musical myra hindley reference <laughs> i All think i we- was gonna Exactly. Have, have well, I was going to say is that, well, my my son goes to Welsh speaking nursery, so like I I learnt it at GCSE, and then as did my wife, and then we don't really speak it at home, but we're trying to sort of introduce it to to my kids. But my son comes back and it's sort of like we get little videos of them singing in school, but I don't know what he's singing. He could be singing "Fuck the Police." I have no idea. <laughs> it sounds adorable and it's great, but um, 
Yeah. Also, there's um, I, I'm, I'm in I'm the one dad in all this mum's WhatsApp group, and everyone's lovely. And at the start, everyone was speaking Welsh to each other because a lot of the mums speak Welsh, and I had to be the first one to kind of like write in English. And I could already I could hear them making a Welsh language mums group. Inside of it, I know it's happening. I know it's happening. <laughs> Oh, dear me. Well, that was fun. Um, I, I, I'm just, I feel like I just need to name Esther the winner because her story oh, ended. With... I love the fact that Moira Hindley won me that, those points. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Moira. To be honest, it is, um, it's a draw, which never happens. Wow. You are equally good or shit. You don't get to know which. <laughs> So where can we find you, Tom, before you tread the boards as Byra Hindley's singing? I mean, we're making a joke about it. Someone's going to make this, aren't they? Yeah. It could happen. I I mean, that'll be the fringe of 2022. Um, Until then, you can follow me at Turleygall across the social medias. (laughs) And Robin, where can we find you? I'm just still obsessed with this musical Byra Hindley. I think it could be our our Hamilton. Yeah. On, Dis- on we, Disney Plus in five years. If, if we make it about murder, people will listen. It's very true. It's very, very They're true. the only podcast that work. Needs <laughs> um, more murder. Sure. I, have, I have already pitched this to Pasco so she can play. <laughs> nice. What would she be, Fred West? Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch the shit out of that. Oh dear. Uh, <laughs> and Esseth, what about you? Oh, I'm on Twitter, but you know, there's nothing going on. <laughs> <laughs> These are getting sadder and sadder as the year goes on when I ask people what projects they're working on. Um, Robin, did you want to talk about your podcast though? You have something to Oh yeah, to I do. I, 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 I do a podcast called uh, Here to Judge with Leila Navabi and Priya Hall, where we take uh, sort of Reddit threads of Am I the Arsehole and Mumsnet, Am I Being Unreasonable? And we talk about those people and we're very, very nice about it, everybody. <laughs> Some he of that's not true. Much, <laughs> much better than Priya did earlier. Or did she do <laughs> oh, really? it earlier? Because we don't know what um, oh, sequences no, what, what, episodes what are going Sorry. out. <laughs> well, if, if we go I don't know what after, you think you heard, Asa, but <laughs> Basically, Priya, Priya's a fucking dirty liar. Ignore whatever she said, <laughs> before or afterwards. She didn't have to be prompted to remember the product, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> I was I was too busy enjoying the company of good oh, friends. Oh, stop it. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for playing. You are now free to go <laughs> back to your lives. The first joint win of the um, Comedy Arcade. Well done. Team. Go team. Go good team. Good you, Robin. Thanks for listening to the Comedy Arcade. There'll be a new episode next Thursday with new balls and new guests. If you liked it, like us any way you can and subscribe and tell all your friends. Also, tell us. We're in all the usual places on all the social media. And if you didn't like it, I've been Sean Walsh and this is What's Upset You Now. The USP is It's Only 15 Minutes. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ 
the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.